Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Welcome to another episode of Eating While Broke. I'm your host, Colleen Witt, and today we have special guest Greg Plummer in the building, CEO and managing partner of Concord Collective and Enjoy Repeat. I'm really excited about having him here today because he has to be one of the most impressive entrepreneurs of the season that survived the pandemic and did it on a Kobe Bryant uh, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson level. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'll, ta- I'll take it. Thank yeah. you so much. And thanks for having me. And we're talking hospitality industry today. So we're going to be eating real good. This this dish has a lot of moving parts. <laughs> I would like you to tell me what are the ingredients? Sure. Well, Colleen, thanks for having me. <laughs> I really appreciate you for bringing me in today. So today we're making a creamy Cajun pasta. Creamy Cajun pasta. And I would say Creole, but I'm not Creole and I'm not Cajun. But just creamy pasta, 
very comfort food, feeling good. And this is what you ate when you were broke. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. I always wanted to eat good, no matter if I was broke or if I had any money. So I still like to eat the same type of things. Mm -hmm. I get to eat out and get to try a lot of different food Mm -hmm. now, but I like to eat the same thing that brings me comfort and and reminds me of something that takes me back to like a nostalgic place. So yeah, I mean, when I was growing up, I did a lot of cooking, but when I, when I think of broke in, in the real true sense of it, uh, is college and it's right after college when, you needed a meal to stretch, to stick to your ribs, yeah. whether you was drinking or whatever. If you had a couple <laughs> people over the house, you wanted something that you can go a long way. And then everybody just be like, oh, yeah, that was cool. Whether it be, you know, ladies or, you know, your buddies or whoever. Yeah. You wanted to impress them. So, and I've always been one that, that really liked to, you know, kind of treat my friends well. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, even if I'm broke, you know, back in the day, I would spend my last just trying to make sure everybody else ate. Aw, you know that's I mean? good. That's, that's the truth, though. And but I, they ain't good. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll you got you to gotta tell me. So what today, the ingredients? ingredients, we have uh, chicken. Mm-hmm. We have uh, some bell peppers, yellow peppers, red peppers, green onions, white onions, andouille sausage. We have some uh, heavy cream. Mm-hmm. I want to see. Oh, uh, I hate heavy cream. <laughs> we have some Crisco. Okay. Garlic. And then... You know, any kind of Creole season with Tony Saturies today. Okay. Chicken stock just for a little, you know, to, to cut the heavy cream. It's crazy. I kind of had the foresight. You didn't like it. Ugh, and then Parmesan cheese. I hate heavy cheese. cream. And then there's and sausage. And we have some noodles. This, this we have is, some noodles here as well. This is andouille sausage. Andouille. I, I, had to, I had to Google andouille. it. Andouille. Andouille, sorry. Andouille. Andouille sausage. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm not, you know, so. So this is the meal. It's super comforting, filling. And then, you know. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. So I'm really excited to try this dish. Go ahead. Let's start. Awesome. Well, let's uh, let's heat our pan first. Are you used to working with electric? Not really, but I'll make it work. <laughs> I like my pan hot, so I'm going to turn it up hot, put a little oil in it. Not too much oil because we're going to brown the meat first. Now, oh. you're, you're from the hospitality industry. Absolutely. So did you spend a lot of time in the kitchen? Yes. I mean, I, I spent a lot of time in the kitchen when I was a kid. I was really fascinated by uh, cooking and watching cooking stuff. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, working at restaurants. My first jobs was in restaurants. Well, one, my first job was at a golf course concession stand in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, I went to work in restaurants downtown. I worked in one of the busiest restaurants in Detroit at, like, from 15 as a busboy hostess. And it was amazing to see how, like, how much energy came to a restaurant and whether people were celebrating a birthday or you know, just getting to lunch or having a meeting, you know, it was all around food. So yeah. it kind of clicked to me. And, you know, ever since then, I just really kind of been really into it and went to college. And when I was in college at Morehouse, you know, would try to work different jobs, whether it be entertainment, internships or, you know, working for my family. My uncle had an uncle down there that was doing well at the time. And he let me, you know, kind of work for him and, you know, always would end up going back to restaurants. So, so for our listeners, because I don't think I was able to share with you guys what Concord Collective is, what Enjoy and Repeat is. 
Can you break it down for everybody so that they can kind of have an idea of yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. So Concord Collective is a, uh, a restaurant hospitality mm-hmm. company based in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And we operate bars and restaurants in airports. Mm-hmm. And we have over 13 locations today at LAX. So if you travel to LAX, hit us up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, from there, you know, uh, we also have restaurants outside of airports that we're working on and mm-hmm. soon to launch in the very near future. So you have 13 restaurants, correct? At LAX, yes, correct. That's crazy. It is good. I mean, I worked at LAX. I started my career in 2005, and I came in as an assistant manager after leaving Morgan Stanley. I was un- unhappy uh, as in finance. I thought that, you know, I wanted to do something that really got, in, got me going. I got a chance to meet a friend of mine's father who was in the business. He, he interviewed me. He said, you can have a job, but, you know, just be careful. This is not glamorous. It's not what you probably expected to be. But you definitely have a job. We definitely need your help. And I was like, I'm there. And you were a manager at a concession stand. At no, this I was point. the the lowest of the lowest manager. Oh. I mean, I was the assistant manager, closing manager mm-hmm. who, you know, basically, you know, worked the holidays. You know, airports are 24 oh, 7. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I worked the holidays. You know, there was no, there was no like, regular days off. My days off were Tuesdays and Wednesdays in the middle of the week. So as a young guy trying to figure out LA and then trying to also navigate uh, a a career, I just kind of buried my head and worked and we had a lot of fun and, you know, still had my fair share of fun, but I did a lot of work. Yeah. And how do you go from that to owning all these concession stands like well what happened in between so in between uh and i got a chance to continue working for that gentleman my Mm -hmm. mentor and through cms the company i used to work for we were able to go from being a small you know operator at lax with you know four or five locations to ultimately growing the company from say 2011 to 2016 to 19 locations and I was a big part of that growth with uh, my dear friend and his son, Anwar. And, you know, really, we had to prove ourselves and we were competing against much larger companies. So and then also as a small business, you get to you know touch lots of parts of the business. You don't just work at one focus. This is my job. I go home. Yeah. We were thinking big, big time. And like, how do we get to the next level? And it required us to do a little bit of everything, even if we didn't want to do it. I hate to bring up the racing, but were you guys all black or? Are yeah, you, I mean. It, oh, you got so your boss at the time was black. He was black. Wow. Uh, most of the employees were minorities. So the airport they have a program called the ACDBE, mm-hmm. Airport Certified Disadvantaged Business Enterprise. So that is a program that really uh, promotes women and minority-owned businesses being included in contracting opportunities in airports. Uh-huh. So for the ACDB program. Uh, you know, you have to be a minority and a woman and you have to you know, obviously go through a certain certifications to get to meet, make sure you meet the requirements. Yeah. And um, he was an ACDB company mm-hmm. and he eventually sold his business. Don't to me to turn this down. Sorry. No, I like it hot. Oh, Don't, as long as everyone can still hear you. Is it too hot? Is it too hot? <laughs> Do I need to be louder? <laughs> uh, uh-huh. I like it hot. Okay. And, uh, Probably people are like, why do you do that? So yeah, ACDBs, for people that don't know, there are opportunities for women and minority-owned businesses to get into airports. Wow. Yeah. But do you have to have a lot of money to get in there? Like, shouldn't people 
See, that's a, that's a tricky thing. And, you know, there are a couple ways to get into it, but, you know, access to capital is really challenging for minorities in general. And then a lot of predatory lenders out there, but yeah. if there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. And, you know, I think there's a bunch of access to capital now and a lot of resources out there for you to learn where to go get those things. And I'm also one that I always love to talk to people and kind of like give my story because I didn't come from money. I didn't have yeah. money. I didn't have uh, someone say, here's a bunch of money for you to go start a business. And you shouldn't wait for that. Um, but I fast forward, you know, really working for that company taught me everything I did. I learned on someone else's dime. Mm-hmm. And that's what they tell you. Like, don't go out there and say, I want to start my own business. But you you really haven't worked in that industry. Yeah. You got to learn what's going on. You got to learn what the opportunity is. And then how you can, oops, provide mm-hmm. value. I just added the uh, sausage. Mm-hmm. My hands are clean, y'all. So we'll mix the sausage and the chicken up. And he seasoned it with the Creole seasoning. Yeah, so. season with that. I'm going to add a little more at the end. Mm-hmm. Just brown off the chicken. Then we're going to put it to the side. I'm going to have to find a vessel to put it to the side, though. Oh, a vessel? Yeah. You can use uh, You can use my plate for now. You sure? Because I, I want to continue. So, yeah. Um, so, you know, fast forward that company. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ultimately had a chance to sell his business. Yeah. Which is great because a lot of people don't get a chance to realize that. He sold his business in 2016. That was the hardest thing I'd ever done in my life, trying to get everything ready to package up for him to realize his goal. What and was his goal? His goal was to realize success. I mean, he'd okay. been operating for a long time. He had really took a lot of risk, and it was time for him to kind of focus on, you know, retirement. And you were the guy that had to package it. Me and uh, the wow. team, it was a team of us, but yeah. I was a big part of the team, and we were obviously cleaning up, cleaning up a lot of things, mm-hmm. things that really need to be fixed that weren't, you know, getting his real value. Go, go in and tweak those things, mm-hmm. change brands. If we had yeah. a location that wasn't doing well, we had to change to something that was so you wow. get the real value for it. Because the real estate is, is really real estate in the airport. So it's a different type of sense of real estate, but the better the real estate, the more valuable it is from an operating standpoint. When you're talking like... I don't know if the correct terms are like retail and hospitality, but don't you guys look at it by like the square footage, like how much money you produce per square foot? Is that how it works yeah, well, in that? Ret- or no? Retail typically does that. Okay. Right? But, but for restaurants, it's a little different because, yes, you want to maximize your revenue in square footage, but you also have a lot more components. Like there's a lot more labor intensive to, to, to execute a restaurant. It's mm-hmm. a lot more equipment to execute a restaurant in a retail you get products that are finished and you know, they come in and as much stuff you can fit in a box that yeah. someone want to buy you do it but mm-hmm. for us it's about getting the right product mix and being able to execute in an airport in a timely manner to be able to get people to a destination without wow. them being angry or waiting too yeah. long so yeah. it's kind of like a, a a little dance that we do but uh it's fine if you like if you look at it that way i worked at mcdonald's once and uh i wasn't successful at all I wasn't even successful waitressing. I, I learned that food and me in that business was way too much pressure. There's some things that I'm just not good at, and that is those those two jobs I would fail horrifically. Well, I think, sir, you, you, have, the, you have a great personality to be able to serve, so I think... You I can lead you to your table. Yeah, if, you're not, if you're not into it, you're not into it, and that's yeah. the that's the real driver to it. I think yeah. anything you do has got to be passion involved. yeah. I even think. even if you're flipping burgers, mm-hmm. like you gotta be like, I want to make this burger so good. Like I don't mm-hmm. want to eat it. My guys, I see them, guys and girls, 
thing in there cooking, and it's a lot of pride that goes into that. So I always love it, and I agree. If something's not into, I'm not into, I wasn't into finance, so it didn't work for me, uh-huh. and I was miserable. It was like, yeah. you couldn't pay me to go there, uh, and I was, you know, late, and I wasn't being the best version of myself. So... Yeah, I think you, you got to be into whatever it is you do. You went to school for business. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you foresee that you were going to be an entrepreneur? Because you said you went straight into finance. I, you know what? The funny thing is, whether I knew it or not, I was an entrepreneur before I really, like, thought about it. And I, in college, I mean, well before that, in high school, mm-hmm. me and my brother and my best friend at the time, we threw... Um, one of the largest parties in the city of Detroit. Mm-hmm. And everything you could imagine went wrong. Mm-hmm. We had we had done an incredible job of promoting. We had every venue, every school from ne- every neighborhood came, but didn't think like, oh, wow, I'm putting this, yeah. I'm, I'm creating a really hostile situation here. <laughs> so, yeah, it's Detroit. Yeah, so we actually had one of, one of the few parties at this place called the Bell Isle Casino. Uh-huh. You ever been Bell How Isle? old were you when you did it? I was 16. You had it at a 16. casino? It was a, it was a call the casino. It wasn't oh, a casino. okay, okay. So we had I a I thought you were talking about a house party. party. We got there. Uh-huh. It's, it's February. It was a Valentine's Day party. We we hand-drew a flyer. Like oh, the little wow. hearts. Oh. You know, like hearts with the little uh-huh. message on it. Like, come to my party. Yeah. I wish I could find this. But, but we, we passed them out. We had a huge turnout. And then, you know, obviously people started fighting and shooting. People oh, were dancing. No. In Detroit, we danced. So, yeah. I remember you this guys guy, had the hustle and all that? Oh, legit. <laughs> this guy was dancing with this girl, and he punched a hole in the wall. So, I see that, and I'm like, oh, they're going to charge us for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got there the night of the venue. I don't want to overcook this. And they say, uh, oh, you can't take money to the door. So all the things that could went wrong went wrong, and then we end up still walking away with a little money. Yeah. But we paid out. We had to fix the grass. You know, people <laughs> got beat up. It was it was kind of a mess. It was kind of a mess. You said someone got shot or no? They they were, they shooting. were shooting. No one got shot. Thank you. <laughs> and you guys were only sixteen. Where were your parents? They were there. My oh. dad. My dad. You know, I, I begged my dad. He was a police officer, oh, okay. and I begged my dad to give me the the money to do the party because I needed like I thought I had the money and it was. $1,500 short, so I go to him, and my uncles are like, yeah, that's yeah. the plan. They're like, I don't know, this sounds kind of crazy. But they, they took a chance, and we got their money back. Okay, perfect. And then we had So a you are a real entrepreneur. Uh, I, you know, it wasn't an LLC or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, but just hey. It. And then in college, we threw parties. We mm-hmm. threw parties, and we did promotion. We passed out flyers. Mm-hmm. We passed out flyers for some big promoters that I won't name that never paid us so we got oh, a chance dang. to learn early yeah. what being an entrepreneur was and you know what we should do better to, to kind of better serve the the guests or the clients so yeah mm-hmm. alright so this is about brown I want, this smells so good we gotta it's the boom 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 okay okay so, here we'll use this we oh yeah you can use that one so I want, I want, I want, I want to get all the, the grease out of it because I want to use some of that for these uh, veggies okay. So next week we'll start saying, oh, so you're going to do this oh, veggie It's okay. We'll get that. I always make a mess. I'm not the cleanest guy to cook. <laughs> I'm one of those people, like, I cook and clean at the same time. You have to. Otherwise, you have to, right? I, I don't, but mm-hmm. you have to. Okay, so now you got the veggies. Okay, I want to do, do these onions first. Let them sweat a little bit. And then... Okay. And I challenged him for all you listeners. I was like, can you make this dish in under 15 minutes? So he's under a lot of pressure right now. No pressure. As he tells his story. Uh, telling my story. Telling telling an impressive story. So, so the thing that caught my attention about you was I was reading that during, the, during the pandemic when 
most people were crying like myself I was in fetal position like oh my gosh my business is going under in in microseconds I had an events company so needless to say it, it shut down really fast yeah um you were you were out there working and I guess looking for your next opportunity or was it just a natural pivot like yeah. what was happening um I remember being at a conference an industry conference we had I'm just sauteing the uh peppers though yo so we were at an industry conference and then everything was kind of, we're riding high and then come home, people started getting sick. And I was working on, I was doing some consulting at the time and I was with a dear friend of mine up in San Francisco. And then we were at a restaurant, which is a, a Michelin star restaurant, the Angler, and it's a beautiful restaurant. Mm-hmm. You, you hard, hard to get a seat in there. But we were on business in San Francisco and we look around and we're the only person in the restaurant. We're like, this is scary. Yeah. And then later that night, the 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 mayor of San Francisco, London Bridge, shut down San Francisco. So we're like, can we get home? And I was the first city to shut down, if you um, remember. Yeah. So I went home, and I was still kind of like, ah, what's going to happen? And then immediately overnight, you know, air traffic really kind of shut down uh, across the country, which is our business. Yeah, you're and, in the airport. Yeah, and our business was struggling Ooh. beforehand. We were having a hard time just trying to get, you know, things you're on the right track because when you open a new business, there are always going to be things you need to correct. So this kind of took the wind out of our sails. And you guys opened right before the pandemic? Yeah. Yeah, we opened right before the pandemic. And then, no, we opened in, two, no, we opened in 2018. Okay. So, so a couple of years. A year, yeah, yeah. A year, like end of 2018. Yeah, so okay. a year before the pandemic. Oh. So, you know, uh, I was a partner and I wasn't very involved, but I was also doing consulting, trying to get new opportunities. And we're trying to look, chase new deals. Mm-hmm. And then everything kind of came to a screeching halt. So when I say, yeah, I was really affected because we had to all go home. And I'm thinking also what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, we were doing, uh, myself and some other partners of mine were working on a golf course project, Rancho Park Golf Course. Mm-hmm. And we are supposed to take over March 2020. And they're like, well, the golf course is closed down. You can't take over. <laughs> Like, okay, so we Ugh. actually ended up taking over end of April 2020 when okay. things started to reopen and quickly got it going. A- 2020 or 2021? 2020. In April 2020, oh. the golf courses were the first thing to open in the city. Okay, okay. Well, everything else, the grocery stores, but everything, other venues, because we're outdoors. I didn't know that, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, people were allowed to go play golf, and golf just skyrocketed. But then. That's crazy. I had no idea. That yeah. was the place to be at this whole time. We were stuck in our and living rooms, could, and golfing was the place be to be. Okay. And we were there, and I spent you know time there, and then we were working on, like, okay, how do we take advantage of this opportunity. We can't start construction. And we found a contract with the LA Homeless Authority, Mm -hmm. um, which is LASA. And they had a project for people experiencing homelessness to Mm -hmm. take them off the street. And they uh, interviewed us to do uh, meals for these individuals that they had housed in hotels during the pandemic. So the government, you know, we're a government contractor. So it was like, okay. How, How are you government contractors? Because of LAX? Yeah, we're yeah. Our businesses, we we operate in government controlled facilities. Oh, okay, got and, it, got it. You know, golf course is owned by the city of LA. I didn't know that. Yeah, for the most part, and then also you have the airport, which is owned by the city of LA. Mm-hmm. So I say government contractors. Yeah, we work with government entities. Okay. okay? So we got there where we want to be. We don't want to get too soft. Okay. Because 
Boom. Now we're going to add your favorite part of it. Oh. We're going to add first. Wait, did you add green onions? That's yeah, at yeah, the that's end, the huh? That's the oh, okay, okay. Got to keep it. Okay, so guys, he just uh, sauteed the garlic, onions, peppers. He's well, adding chicken the stock. chicken stock. Just a little. You're little. a real chef, man. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> I definitely do not cook like this at home. You got to start. I mean, I'm going to. I'm going to take this dish home. Whenever there's a really good dish, I try to pretend like I created it in front of my husband. <laughs> He's gonna like this because he we got we have a special type of taste bud mm -hmm. from Detroit. Oh, yeah, he's from Detroit. Yeah. So we we uh, have, all I know uh, is there's a lot of Lowry's in our house. We like we're very colorful taste buds, for okay. lack of a better word. Really, I feel like Jamaicans have more okay. color than. We got a little heavy oh, cream there. There we go, man. Really, I hate heavy cream for all. So we're just gonna build a sauce, not the store bought uh, Alfredo sauce. You know, add garlic, you got onions, you got the peppers. So you're going to, like, basically get oh, the sauce. Oh, he poured all the heavy cream. No, you're not gonna, it's going to be good because oh, I balanced it out with the, with the chicken stock. So we're just going to kind of, like, let this kind of blend together. Don't mind my face, everyone, because I really, really hate heavy cream. Well, what a passion. Well, but we got a lot of cheese and it's going to kind of all work out, right? So you mix chicken stock with heavy cream. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. I thought heavy cream was like a milk. You could heat it. Yeah, you can eat it. Okay. Buttermilk will like separate, uh -huh. but heavy cream is good. Do you need the Parmesan cheese? I'm about to get ready for that. Okay, okay. So, yeah. Um, We're really learning how to make Alfredo, guys. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Just cheese. I mean, a lot of people use like mozzarella cheese, but Parmesan is good for us today, right? Okay. Um, and then, so we're doing meals for homeless uh, people experiencing homelessness, and we didn't have the background for that. We mm-hmm. just kind of figured it out. Yeah. And we ended up making one day it was three hundred, and then the week later they said, "Well, can you make a thousand meals?" Oh. And we're like, "Oh my gosh!" So imagine, you know, the trial and error. So I think that was a big part of me, like kind of figuring out, like, man, you really can do anything you want to if you want to do it. And wow. um, so I really kind of just we we were working like 
seven days a week trying to figure out how to how to you know come up with meals and I was you're creating recipes or like looking at recipes and then trying to figure out how do you mass produce them yeah and that's what I was gonna ask next like how do you go from getting the contract to now entering a space that you you never really entered before right because it's cust- it's like meal prep right yeah, here's, it was meal prep but here's the here's the cheat code right most people say yes I'll take the opportunity and then say but I need you know a lot of time to figure it out if you just say and this is probably not for everybody because if you're not if you're not built to handle this kind of thought process, if you say yes, I'll do it, and then you just quickly jump in action and figure it out because right now, even today, people are still dealing with whether it be businesses telling them, yeah, we don't have the ability to do that, we don't have the bandwidth yeah. to do that, we can't do it, and I think we want to be known as, for as a company that kind of runs towards that yeah. kind of stuff. Because, you know, you solve problems, you get opportunity. And that's, we were like in the, the problem solving business. You go, add a little more cheese, want the, the, the sauce to thicken up. Okay. And then we're going to return the uh, meats to the And the sauce pot. to yeah. the pot. Okay. So kind of bring it all together. It looks good. Yeah, I'm one of those people that uh, say yes. And then uh, I look at my schedule like, oh, where are we going to fit this today? But, yeah, you know, you I, I watch a lot of Pinky in the Brain, so, you know. <laughs> what are we going to do today? Take over the world, Pinky. <laughs> I literally, during the pandemic, painted a mural of Pinky in the Brain in my garage. My Me? neighbors are all driving by like, what are you doing? What's going on? I'm, 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 I'm making myself happy. So we're going to end up adding more cheese, but I just want to start building this in just because I want to get the right consist- consistency. So he's pouring the chicken into and the, the sausage into, into the, the sauce. And you got to try not to make a big mess, which will look like I'm doing something. So you don't need to add more seasoning throughout this whole thing? I'd be oh, drowning yeah, abso- it. Absolutely. Oh, okay, absolutely. Okay. But, you know, you always can add, you can't subtract. Oh, yeah. I've learned that lesson before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plenty of times. Me time. too. And I get reminded all the time, why are you so salty? Yeah. Yeah, I've um, done that before. And then, then you try to drown it out. Yeah, it's not. It's not. You, <laughs> you start over. Start over. Uh, so yeah, we were doing the meal thing, and that kind of ended up being something big. But it was exhausting work. And then the opportunity with uh, with SSP came, and I was a partner with them, and we they were it was a great relationship. But you know, they made a business decision where they wanted to kind of look at to exit from the LAX market. And whatever. can you explain to our listeners what SSP is? SSP is a fabulous company. Shout out to SSP. <laughs> uh, uh, but they're really a, uh, one of the leading industry leaders for food and beverage hospitality in uh, airports. Mm-hmm. And they're based, they're a London-owned company, but they have a North, Amer- North American division. And they are really, you know, we essentially do the same thing. Mm-hmm. We manage food and beverage contracts in airports. And, you know, they do travel centers in, uh, in Europe, London. But for the most part, yeah, SSP is, is a food and beverage hospitality management company. So you had your own concessions in the mark, in the airport while you're doing the homeless food and you're a part of SSP? Yeah, so I had a... Yeah, from more or less. Yeah, we had we were a joint venture partner with SSP mm-hmm. through the ACDB Airport mm-hmm. Concessions Disadvantage Business Enterprise mm-hmm. program. And SSP, um, myself, and we had my company and, and Jory Preet and some, several other companies were partners in LA. We had operated eight restaurants in the airport. They were the managing partner. Okay. I mean, and they operated the day-to-day restaurants, and we mm-hmm. served on a management committee. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, because I worked for 
um, the company previously, CMS, and I'd managed the business myself and I'd done kind of everything. I built their rapport with the airport and URW, our landlord, where they knew that one, I had the experience to do it. Um, and they were quickly able to get behind me and say, yeah, we like this. And it was really at the time where, uh, not just airports, not just cities, where everyone was saying, I want to see more minority participation in a real way, like a meaningful way. And then to me, that was kind of like a light bulb. Like, well, they can't say no if you said you, you want to yeah. see more and I'm bringing something to you because this is not an easy thing. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, sure. Just like you sign off on a document. It's, yeah. a, it's a lot of work that goes into this and a lot of people's livelihood at stake. You know, this business had over 200 employees yeah. um, that quickly they had to furlough a lot of them, mm-hmm. you know, because there was no business in the airports. So it was a lot of a lot of things to consider when we really address the, the opportunity and say, well, how do we do this? And then trying to go raise capital. Mm-hmm. I mean, I took. I made about a hundred phone calls, uh, just trying to like raise the capital. So people you knew or people you didn't know? Both. Wow. People I knew, okay. People, a little more cheese. I think that's it for us on cheese. Uh-huh. And now we're going we're gonna mix with the pasta because mm-hmm. I like to mix. Um, to clean up your season first though. So. Uh huh. So you have this opportunity. Now you're cold calling. You're trying to raise the capital. So no part of you was like, I don't have this capital. I should just quit. You're like, no. I'm going to go out and get it. We're going to do it. And I, I, you become a salesman. I was you wore a salesman. different hat that day. I, I didn't do, I've never done that part of the business before. I mm-hmm. just knew how to operate a restaurant. I yeah. had a bunch of relationships. And the, the crazy thing about it was, you know, you learn every pitch you go on, you learn something. Yeah. You should anyway. Yeah. So I would go in a meeting and, you know, certain things would stand out to certain investors or certain people looking at my deck. And then I just asked for help. Like I asked friends that I knew, take a look at this. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you think. Do you think that I'm, I missed something here? And I still do that today because you need perspective. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't know everything. I, I, I know that to be a fact. Like, and I've always, uh, I, I kind of have a disadvantage. I'm a, a twin. So I have a twin brother. I'm a twin. Are you kidding me? I'm a twin. Uh, Where's <laughs> Family. I love it. Do they, so, does he look like you? No. We, oh, well, okay. I think Fraternal. You, Fraternal, if you, if you sat us next to each other, you, you could definitely tell we're brothers. Okay. But, you know, he's he's a, a loving brother. He's extremely intelligent. He knows it all. Okay. And uh, he'll tell you the same thing. So I'm not saying anything he don't know. And uh, so I would always have someone in my ear telling me, okay. oh, no, you, you know, think oh, about okay, this. Okay. You know, so I'm always used to taking criticism. Mm-hmm. So I enlisted friends, took a bunch of calls, you know, bunch of pitch meetings. Mm. People weren't meeting in person. So imagine trying to like sell an idea via Zoom. Oh my gosh. It was, the pressure. Had, it's a special skill. I got a lot of respect for people who do that kind of stuff. Do you need that, how we uh, do this. The, this thing to touch it? Because it's hot. Do you need oh no, I got this. You sure? This is not hot. Oh, okay. I just want to taste it first and make okay. sure. Go for it. Oh, it's too cheesy. Too cheesy. Oh, that's hilarious. We're gonna, we're gonna balance face. it out though. <laughs> it's not. It's not too cheesy. It's a little cheesy. I don't like it. Oh, okay. Okay. See, you told me it was hard to do this, and it, mm-hmm. it is. Uh, so no, you're, selling, you're, you're selling. You're so selling on Zoom. Exactly. I'm mm-hmm. selling on Zoom, FaceTime. Mm-hmm. You know, sending people emails. You know, having to follow up every single day because no one's. You know, when you have money, you're sitting there like, ah, yeah. I get to you. And uh, I was getting more and more desperate by the moment. And then every time my partner would say, hey, where are we at? I would say, oh, yeah, 
We're on a home stretch. You know, like, <laughs> work with me. But they knew. But, but did he? was he responsible for also raising capital? No, my partner's uh, SSP, I mean. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. You know, SSP, oh. I was trying to, SSP, they're like, okay. They're the people you're, you're yeah, raising them, you're trying buy. to buy them out. Yeah, and they're like, we're under pressure, kind of give us an update, what's going on. Oh and God. it was it was a lot, of, a lot of pressure, but at the end of the day, we had a relationship. So, and this was the right thing to do. And, you know, I, I called all the favors I could when I needed to call them. And, you know, I would do it all. I would do it the exact same way if I had to do it again. Right. So um, now we're going to kind of mix the sauce. So you're telling them you're in the home stretch, but you really weren't. What was keeping you from quitting at that point? Because I told everybody I was going to do it. <laughs> oh, you're exactly like me. That's how I am. If I say it out loud, it's like, oh, my God, I have to do it now. That was, I mean, I literally told everybody, oh, yeah, so I'm, I'm doing this. And they're like, what you up to? How's everything? You know, everybody's checking in. How are things during the pandemic? We were trying to get, like, you know, uh, the airport to give us rent relief for different, uh, mm-hmm. you know, things that, you know, that really were a hindrance on our business. It was a lot of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we were doing YouTube videos the first time, trying to tell our story. So, uh, so, but then, you know, you talk to friends and like, what are you up to? Like, oh, I'm doing this or this. And so it's a real thing. Like once I said I was doing it, I couldn't have, uh, I couldn't face the noise of not saying, not being able to get it done. And I think a lot of people doubted that we would get it done. Uh A lot of people thought you crazy for doing this. Yeah. Yeah. You're crazy. Like, why would you want to do this? And um, I found a, a, a fantastic group of partners um, through our industry who who quickly got it. They believed in. Oh, you call people in the industry at yeah. this point. OK, I mean, smart. After, that after, was smart. Well, after looking outside the industry, you yeah. had to come in the industry. Like, OK, somebody here wants to do it. And a lot of people will take your calls and say, yeah, we want to do it. But we got to, you know, tighten this up. We got to do this. Well, how do you know they're not even going to like kind of overstep over you, right? Because well, that's kind of tricky, right? Because I mean, you're calling was. your competitors essentially, right? Yeah, but I had a, I had a, a, a non-compete or exclusive for mm-hmm. a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. That quickly elapsed okay. after I couldn't get it done. Oh, Meaning, like, the, yeah. They couldn't sell to anybody else until we reached this deadline. Yeah. So yeah, for the most part, it was a little bit of a little bit of that. Okay, for sure. So we're ready to play. Okay. Okay. Yes. Let's plate. Let's plate. Um, do you, yeah, we'll plate. Um, what a crazy, crazy, crazy story. So you end up raising the capital and then yeah. we're going to, we're going to end up trying this meal and. Yeah. I'm trying to get it all yeah. mixed in. And I, you know, I said it was cheesy, but it's not it's easy fu- being cheesy. It's fine. I'm going to rate your dish. <laughs> I'm going to rate it. So, I'm going to, I'm going to be like Simon Cowell with it. Okay. I mean, look, you had me uh, preoccupied. Yes. So I'm not, so I'll move it here and then. I'll bring it here. Here we go. I want to make it look good. Ready? One second. You got this. Oh, see the noodles? It looks Just a little more, right? Mm -hmm. And then we'll do like, we'll like plate (laughs) it and then we'll put a little uh, on top. Awesome. Uh, A little, uh, there you go. Okay. A little hot sauce if you want. It looks so beautiful. I need a, I wanna, do you I need a, a new, a new yeah. plate? Yeah. Here, we're going to do this. We're going to switch it. We're going to throw the commercial. This okay. looks great. Well, it's, it looks cheesy. It looks delicious. Okay. So a little red, green onion, however much you like. You oh, yeah, yeah. Let me try. Let me try and be you for a second. Boom. Hit it. Oh, I didn't Hit do it. It's cool. That. All right. And then this. Yeah, a little bit of that. 
So awesome. I use hot sauce, but we don't. We're not gonna do it today. Okay. Because gotta like I like it hot. Here we go for the taste test, everyone. Ooh, let's ready? Go. Here we go. Let's see. First of all, it looks beautiful. Well, now let's see how cheesy it is. Like I don't cheese. think it, I don't think it tastes great. It's not cheesy. No, it's cheesy. Do you not like cheesy? I like cheesy, but oh yeah, the, the noodles balance it out. I this is little, delicious. I got a little concerned. Thank you. I'm definitely gonna bring this home and pretend like I created this dish. Well, it's very comforting. I'll say that. Um, I just have one question. Why did you use chicken thighs and not chicken breasts? Because it's cheap. Okay, yeah, that was... Well, you know, back in the day, you, you can do this meal for like mm -hmm. $25. Now, you might go, depending on what store you go to, you gotta go to Ralph's or Trader Joe's or you'll be in real trouble. I live by Gelson's and I've never seen a more expensive grocery store in my life. This dish is extremely delicious. It's definitely like one of my top favorite dishes. Hopefully my crew can enjoy it in our little in-between break. I'm gonna take one. Well, that's good news. Did you tell everybody that though? Mm -mm. Well, I've been hesitant to tell people when their dishes are really bad. Usually the second we wrap and they leave, I'm like, that dish was really horrible. Yeah, I saw some of the stuff. I was like, really? People ate that? Um, yeah. I'd say like, I'll tell you on this episode. My most hated dish is uh, the tuna casserole. I love a tuna casserole. If it was, done right, though. It was, no. It wasn't right? I'll never do it again. Don't ever want to hear hear it again. It was it was it was out of all the dishes I've I've even had the mussels on the crackers. I will do that before the tuna casserole. The mussels like from the can. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that's bold. Um, we had a we had a guy in our neighborhood named T, mm -hmm. and he would eat uh, the Vienna sausage or like the oysters and the mussels from on the can. I'm like, dude. Obviously, T had a drinking problem, so. <laughs> He, he just eat whatever he could. So. <laughs> now we're gonna close this inter this episode out, but I do have a question for you. Out of just two more questions, out of everything that you've accomplished in your career thus far, what would you say was the hardest accomplishment? I think the hardest part for me was actually uh, believing that I was good enough to do it myself, and like I was able to bring value to so many other people. But then when you, you know, you don't look at yourself as the guy who should be, you know, receiving the blessings, it's easy to put yourself there. And I was always good at like showing up for other people. And then the biggest part was me for show up for myself and like really show up. And, you know, I had a lot of pressure, not just, you know, from a debt standpoint, but pressure, pressure to perform because, you know, I really want to be great at what we do. I, I really want us to be recognized as one of the best, and that's not going to be easy. That's not, you can't say that and, and not not say that I'm putting the work to do it. So the biggest part for me was believing I could be the guy and I could actually uh, make it happen for myself. I know I can make it happen for others. Yeah, yeah. Because there are so many components I'm really good at, mm -hmm. but then you got to surround your people with. with Yes, you know, surround yourself with people that are really good at the other stuff, so you can actually, you know, get to the to the to the to the common place of where you really want to be at. So that was the hardest part. Um, the rest of the stuff, you know, this deal was was great because it energized me. It gave me a, a whole new purpose coming out of this pandemic, and 
it was it was uh, it was someone who said it to me, and I was like reading books and listening to podcasts. And they were, you know, really opportunity comes when there's chaos. Opportunity comes when you least expect it. And I know I was ready. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I put in, you know, 15 years doing this. So for it wasn't about at that point. Can I do it? It was like, yeah. oh, I'm I'm doing it, yeah. and let's go. Um, because I also like making decisions and. Uh, you like making decisions? Oh yeah, I love making decisions. <laughs> I'm, I love. I, I want to be the guy to make the decision because I'm a, equipped to do it. Yeah. And I, I know the, the right decisions, and I don't. I'm not a scary person. I don't think from a scary mentality. So, because when I've never, I've never had anything. So it's not like I'm gonna lose everything. I didn't yeah. have. Any, I didn't yeah. have anything. Yeah. So it was easy for me to say to take the leap. Um, but then, yeah. That's it, really. Once you mentally get yourself there, and it's kind of all downhill from there. Do you? Uh, I look at you, and I feel like the a lot of your success kind of goes back to you being able to say that you're going to do something and then doing it. So I think that from an outsider looking in, we didn't get to dive as deep as I would have liked, but. I feel like the reason why you were able to even raise the capital to do what you were able to do is because people knew your work ethic and they knew if you said you were going to do something, you were going to do it. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. 
Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I mean, the people that invested in me, uh, I didn't even know that they were paying attention from afar. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing I, I pride myself on is showing up for people, yeah. doing the right thing, yeah. and and really kind of doing, not just doing it to say I check a box, but doing it to, yeah. to do it. And you did it with integrity. Oh, yeah. So I mean, much integrity. I mean, in a, I mean, and obviously there are moments where you kind of, you kind of have to like been been the been the your your standard of integrity because you know I was telling my partner yeah I got it all figured out I got it all figured out but it was a it was a white lie because yeah. I knew I was gonna figure it out um, but there was a moment where I had to basically come clean and tell him like you know uh, I got some real challenges and you know wish I would have just did that from the beginning because it would have took a lot of pressure off myself because they they were really coming at I mean they SSP was really coming position like one to help me okay. because it was the right thing to do like I was yeah. helping them so they solve a problem like you know being able to get out of this opportunity and then provide an opportunity for for someone else who wanted it and it made a lot of sense so I think yeah integrity was critical but just just being honest with yourself and saying all right you know uh I, I may I may not be able to pull this off or here's the challenges because people want to help you. Yeah. But if you if you're acting like it's all good, then can they really help you? Because where do they help you? How do they know to help you? 
Yeah, I, I agree with that to, to a certain extent. But at the same time, I feel like you put yourself under just the right amount of pressure to, like, create diamonds. My last and final question, and I promise you we will wrap. Oh, man. Um, I love this. We this, this is, all day. This is the... This is the question, this is the thing that I admire the most about you and I struggle with as an entrepreneur is the pivot. I love your pivots. Like your pivots, they look from afar very graceful and very like, wow, what an amazing pivot right there. How are you able to pivot as much as you have? Like what is the secret behind your pivot? I just want, I I mean, I don't, you know, thank one. Thank you for the compliment. I'll say that. Uh, the second piece is if you have to, you have to. Like, I didn't really have a choice. I could have said, yeah, I'm a, I was going to have to deal with it one way or another. And I wanted to control my narrative. I wanted to uh, be in, you know, kind of driving the ship. And I thought that, you know, this is my opportunity. This is my moment to like kind of make history in our industry, do something that, you know, it'd been talked about for a long time. And really, you know, when I was looking at capital, that was a big part of it, but really aligned with the right people who also wanted to yeah. to do the right thing and, and, and kind of like make history and do something that really had never been done before. So the pivot comes when one, you have to be ready and prepared. Yeah. So, you know, uh, well, not all the time you're ready and prepared. Like, well, you gotta, the homeless, be, ready, yeah, well, kind of, you gotta I guess. be ready, meaning you gotta have, you gotta have a framework to yeah, be ready, yeah, right? You gotta course. be in the building. Yeah. You gotta so be really, I was in the building and from the outside people thought, Oh, you got this, you know, you're, you own a percentage of a business, which I own a percentage of that. I have partners, right? Mm-hmm. I have great partners and we, we all want to see each other win. But I own a percentage of a business where I was really kind of just along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Whereas today I'm making a difference. And the pivot came because I wanted to be the person. Like I always yeah. knew that I could, I could do this. And, you know, that's kind of really the driving force behind everything our team is doing because we really are yeah. like really competing against big boys, like big companies yeah. who, who do this on a, on a global scale. And I think we speak to a different person who wants to work for a company. Mm-hmm. They say, I want to work for a company that looks like that. Yeah. They get me. They come from where I come from. Yep. I come from the same background and many of the people that work for us. Uh, I worked in the industry. I did all this. I did all the work. I'm not telling them to do something I haven't done myself yeah. and I still do it. So yeah. it's all about just remembering all of that, kind of putting it all in a pot and kind of making it work making it work you know so well thank you for an amazing meal on another episode of eating while broke thank Thank you for having me thank you yeah love it thank you so much it's awesome Mm -hmm. dang that intro sucks the outro intro the The outro the outro my outro we're gonna bring our energy levels up yeah I mean this was tasty this tastes like that's because in the back of my mind, I'm like, dang, I got to cut it short. I got to cut it short. We can cut out a lot of filler, huh? Well, thank you so much for blessing me with one of the my favorite meals on the show. Oh, thank you. And uh, even though we're on camera and I'm not, you know, I'm going to clean this plate the second, <laughs> the second the camera cuts. I'm hungry too. Yeah, yeah. No, you did an amazing dish. And thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule and answering my LinkedIn DM. <laughs> Please, uh, hey, that's the, that's the only DM I'm looking at right oh, now. Oh, for real? Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. because that's where the action is, you know? Yeah, it is. I was like, what? Somebody wants to be on the podcast, so thank you for having me, yeah. and uh, thank you for finding me interesting enough to, interesting enough to be on your yeah. show. Uh, and now when I go to the airports, which I'm 
I'm always at the airports. Uh, instead you. of just going straight to the Delta Lounge, because I'm a Delta Lounge fanatic, uh, oh. I will be like, where, which restaurant are we going to today? So we in Delta, you, I'm a Delta person too. We are opening um, Alfred. Okay. I'm familiar with Alfred, the coffee brand, mm-hmm. in the Delta Terminal in, uh, okay. later this year. So that'll be our, our, our kind of latest and greatest. But yeah, please feel free to, we're going to put you on the VIP list. They're going to see your face and say, oh, oh. Is oh, there such great. thing? There's no such thing as that. There is. It's an unofficial. <laughs> but there are people that you get all the love when you come through. What? Yeah. Okay. You guys heard that here I on Eating it. While Broke. I'm going to hold them to it. That's it. All right. Peace. For more Eating While Broke from iHeartRadio and The Black Effect, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.